0: Sometimes you find yourself in the strangest of situations. Situations that just stare you in the face. This is StoryArcs, and I'm Mark. And this is about that time that I had to guard a psychopath. So back when I was in the military, I was stationed at this base in Texas. And uh, I was in the US Air Force. And there was a psychopath that lived on my floor. And this guy, and this is before like all these tragic, mass shootings that we have nowadays, but This guy, he was the roommate of a guy who lived down the hall from where my room was. So I had a a roommate, you know, everybody on the floor had a room and they had a roommate. It was two guys to a room. And so these guys were about two doors down from us and we knew the roommate, right? One of the roommates, I should say. And so his roommate was this, I don't know, he was like Middle Eastern cat, you know, like half Middle Eastern half american or something and the dude was a fide psychopath yo he was like clearly nuts because one day like he was saying my roommate never talks he always looks at me funny he's always mumbling under his breath when he walks past me so this cat that we knew who had this crazy roommate he decided to go through his roommate's stuff for whatever the reason because he said he saw him a lot of times writing in his scribbling in his notebook So he goes and he starts digging through his roommate, you know, he starts digging through his crazy roommate's, you know, stuff and he finds this notebook that he would see him scribbling in. And inside the notebook, he had a list of all these people who lived on our floor, right? Because our building had multiple floors. He had a list of all the soldiers' names on this floor and it was a kill list. He had a straight up hit list in his notebook, and at the very top of the list was his roommate. So this guy's looking in his notebook and he sees his own name at the top of the list, you know? With like the title, People I'm Gonna Kill, something like that, you know? So they have this, uh, it's like, think of the FBI before the Air Force, right? I forget the name of it. And they set him up. So you had like guys in the hallway acting like they're changing light bulbs and stuff. People vacuuming the floors and all this kind of thing. And old boy was trying to get a gun. Like he had spoken to somebody and he was like, yo, I need a gun, this and that. And they gave him a gun, but it was one of these like Air Force FBI dudes. So they got them the gun. They, they did a whole sting operation on him. They got him the gun, but it didn't have a firing pin. So he gets the gun he's got the bullets in the gun. So then he rose up on his roommate one day and he just pulls the trigger in his face, right? And then all the, you know, the guys changing the light bulbs jump off the ladder and they go and they grab this dude up and they locked him up, right? And so they put him in the hospital prison. I don't remember how it was that I ended up getting duty for this, but they called me and they're like, yo, Pizarro, come over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go serve time and keep this guy on lock. So I'm like, what? Me? I don't want to go over there. And they're like, yeah, you got to do it. You got to spend 12 hours with this dude and you're going to guard him. Everybody's doing guard duty until we take him away to wherever it is. is taking him. I don't know if it's Leavenworth. I don't know where he was going, but he was going away. He was going to prison for like a long time for attempted murder and stuff. And so the day comes that I got to go, I don't know, it's like a Monday and it's like a Wednesday that I got to go do this duty with this dude. I'm like, all right, so so he's going to be in the room and I'm going to be out here, right? And they're like, nah, nope. you're going to be in the room with him right next to him and make sure he don't try and do nothing crazy. And I'm like, what? Bruh. I was like, okay, y'all give me a gun? <laughs> like, what are we doing, you know? And they're like, no. You know, nope. He starts acting up, you know, you hold him down and you yell for help. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Do Bro. I get a stick? And they're like, no, no nope. stick. It's just you and the dudes, right? So I'm like, oh, man, okay. You know, let's go. So they're like, bring a book or something. You know, this is, like I said, this is before cell phones. You ain't got, you know, you're not playing words with friends or nothing like that on, on the phone while you're watching this dude. So you're just basically sitting there. If you got a book, you're going to read your book. That's about it, right? And then the other thing was, it's a 12-hour shift straight through. And mine was at night. So it started like 7 p.m. And I had to stay awake all night with this cat until like 7 in the morning. So I'm like, all right, fine, man. Let's go, right? So I go and I I guess I had some book with me, like a novel, a little book or whatever. But as you know, if you start reading a book, bro, you get sleepy. So I was just like, all right, I can't be reading this book. But when I go up in there, they're like, all right, Pizarro, this is, you know, Sergeant Killer. Let's call him, right? (laughs) Sergeant Killer's there on the bed. And they're like, you're going to keep an eye on this dude. And so, old boy was handcuffed to the bed, right? So, he was handcuffed to the bed, but he could move, you know what I mean? Like, he had mobility, and the whole time I'm watching him, you know, I'm like, if this dude starts moving, I'm going to pummel him, right? I'm just going to go back to old school on his cat and just start hitting him, because he wasn't like a really big dude or nothing like that. And of course, you know, he's handcuffed, so he was going to be a victim. So, this dude, the entire time, bro, I kid you not, the entire time I'm in the room with this dude, all he did was stare right at me. Like he was looking through my soul, right? It was like, he's just staring at me the whole time. And I'm just like looking at him, right? And I'm thinking if I talk to him, you know, maybe he'll try and intimidate me more. If I don't talk to him, you know, maybe he'll be kept at bay because you know, he's crazy. But at the same time, he don't know me. And so long story short, we sat there for 12 hours with that dude just staring at me the entire night. Right. And so I'd look at him, I'd stare at him sometimes, like letting him know, like, yeah, try something crazy, see what's gonna happen. But for the most part, it was a very unsettling experience to be in this room with somebody who was purely just not there. You know, all they had was like this desire to kill people and it was like the human the human side of him was gone, right? So when I see all these things on T V about psychopaths, I'm like, Yeah, I was in a room with one for twelve hours. So the moral of the story is Try not to be on the floor where the psychopath lives.